guys, this is Jeff Benning. Absolute pleasure to be here on the Punch Podcast. Hi, I'm Sky Nicholson. Hey, I'm Nikita Zoo. Hey, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. I'm Phil. This is Shotgun Chan O'Connell. On the Punch Podcast. Yeah, bring it on. Episode 30 it starts now. The Punch Podcast with Jay. We've got a good one for you today as we finally roll into October, which means for you, epic fights from here on out for the rest of the year in October, especially packed. I've got an update. Ebony Bridges, Shotgun Shannon O'Connell. I'll give you those dates. It's confirmed. That'll be in the podcast somewhere today, all right? So stick around for that one. We also are excited. It's finally here. It got moved from around mid-September to now the 15th of October. Matchroom Boxing is finally touching down in Australia. We know the main event, Liam Paro, Brock Jarvis. You've got Sky Nicholson in her first title fight for a Commonwealth featherweight title. Dempsey McKean's coming back for the Battle of the Heavyweights. There's a whole stack more. Jump on matchroomboxing.com for the full card or the Instagram as well or DAZN or Eddie Hearn or any of the fighters. They are definitely not quiet about getting you to this one or getting you to watch. It's going to be amazing too. The uh, production values they'll put into this, it'll look red hot. So check it out. D-A-Z-N, that's the DAZN app if you're uh, wondering how you're going to watch this fight. But Eddie Hearn was out here touching down in Australia to announce A, that matchroom boxing is coming to Australia and B, why he chose Liam Paro and Brock Jarvis for his first ever main event. Liam Paro could have been on the card. Brock Jarvis could have been on the card and they could have fought two people you've never ever heard of, right? Mm. What's the point? Yeah. Liam Paro against Brock Jarvis is a brilliant all-Australian fight. You've got 22-0 against 20-0. You know, you got the DiCarlos, you've got Jeff Fennick, you know, Angelo DiCarlo is godfather to Jeff Fennick's daughter. You know, everyone's got the hump that they've taken the fight. Like, the, the, the narrative is fantastic, but I know that that fight will be a thriller. And it will. And if you want to hear that full chat with Eddie Hearn, just have a scroll back through the episodes. You'll see it there. But let's get him on. We've had Brock Jarvis. This time we want to get on the other half of the main event. Liam Paro, welcome to the Punch Podcast. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me. Look at you. Not jet lagged. You just, just touched down back from Vegas. Yeah, hit the ground running, mate. I haven't felt the jet lag, so blessed with that. And um, yeah, can't wait to put on a show in two weeks' time. Most people get home from Vegas and they're uh, just busted from gambling and just getting <laughs> on the booze for two weeks. And you've been over there just training like a weapon. How's that been for yeah, you? Yeah, it's been unbelievable. You know, I did 13 weeks there in total. So, mate, the prep has been perfect. It's been long. It's I honestly couldn't have had a better prep. So it's just I can't wait to showcase everything we've been working on and um, yeah, put it all together in the ring October 15. Why do you choose Vegas as your camp? You've done a, a couple there. Uh, I know it's yeah. the, the Mecca and this is probably going to be your answer, so go me. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why is why is it Vegas for you? Um, so we've got a, a coach over there named Steve Rollins, you know, and it's just it's basically just with the sparring. Like you said, it is the Mecca. So there's people over there trying to prove themselves. A lot of world champions train there and just a variety of sparring and opponents you can get there. You know, everyone's trying to prove themselves and it's um it just, yeah, it makes you lift to that next level and, well, the time we bring sparring into Australia and stuff like that, it costs a lot more. So, you know, it's over there. I'm away from distractions and my mind's strictly on the job. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I love it over there and I'll continue to do my camps over there. Is it hard to not get sucked into the strip there or you, you're like, hang on a sec, I'm just trying to win a world title here. I should probably be okay. <laughs> Mate, yeah, it's strictly business. You know, I don't even see the strip. You know, I've done that a few times, been there earlier um, in my career and had a look around, but, you know, strictly business. So that's all I'm there for. I don't even go near the strip. It's... Yeah, I'm there to get a job done and I just got to execute that, yeah, in two weeks' time. Do you find it training over there somewhat inspiring? Obviously, we did speak on it being the Mecca, but you're also like, even if you were out for the day or something, you've gone past the MGM Grand or T-Mobile yeah. Arena or you just see bloody 
Floyd cruised past in one of his 17 cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it's got to amp you up, definitely. right? Oh, for sure. And there's so much history there, you know, like it's the fight capital of the world. So man, I was lucky enough, you know, Eddie Hearn got me tickets to watch um, Triple G and Canelo. So it's crazy, you know, and it, everyone supports it more. There's a lot of support around there and boxing's huge. Not, like in UFC, the fight game's massive there. So to be in amongst it and working in there, it's it's awesome, you know, and it gives you that extra kick of uh, motivation. So it's 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 unbelievable. I've got nothing but good words to say about the place. And how is it rolling into say like a Triple G Canelo fight as someone who's looking to get to that stage in the next year or two potentially? So how how yeah. are you uh, even just seeing that fight week or rolling into T Mobile there on such a big event? How does it pump you up a bit? Um, hugely. You know, it's massive. You know, that's the pinnacle. That's where we all aspire to be. And Getting to see it firsthand up close was unbelievable. And like I said, it just kicks you more motivation. It kicks you in the butt a bit more to um to get there. And it's it's crazy, man. It's it's um it was so good to see and witness and yeah, it just made me more keen for my fight and yeah, get my job done. Yeah, well, what are we now? Two weeks away. Look, Brock Jarvis has been hard at work just like yourself. So there's gonna be uh-huh. two weapons in here. This is one that I think That's Australia right. thought, uh, look, we never thought to have this, but look, we'll we'll take it. <laughs> How was it for you when you got that call? Look, it's 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 a good fight. You know, there's one thing definitely we're both undefeated, so we both don't know how to lose, and that makes for an unbelievable fight. So the biggest winners here are the fans of Australian boxing. It's gonna be massive. You know, a lot of people say it's a big risk for both of us, we're both young and early in our careers and we didn't need to do it, but we both love fighting and it's an opportunity we couldn't pass up with Eddie Earner Matrim coming to Australia. So, you know, it's unbelievable to be able to be that headline the first show here and make history in Australia itself. So I'm excited and I'm sure they are too and I hope they've had a good camp because I, I definitely have and it's going to make a hell of a fight. Yeah, and we know Eddie doesn't do things in halves, so not only will it be an amazing night, it'll look amazing. Look, the Piazza yes, there. Yeah. Is that what it is? The Brisbane Piazza? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, South, South Bank, Bank Piazza. Piazza yeah, so it. the first time they're holding a an event there. So um, it's massive, you know. It's huge and it's an unbelievable um, stadium. And yeah, man, I'm excited. I really am. It's a hell of a weekend too. Just the next day, then an undisputed fight. So look, there's going to be yeah, some yeah. eyes on the sport at the moment. Definitely. What are you expecting from Brock Jarvis this time round? Um, look, we know how Brock comes to fight. You know, obviously they're going to work on things. Well, everyone's always working on things like that. So um, look, he comes, he brings pressure, and I feel like this is going to try to do try um jump on me straight away, but. Look, you know, I'm not a little guy. I'm, I'm, I've earned my, my stripes at 140 pounds. So I'm going to have an answer for everything he brings to the table, I believe. And, you know, like everyone says, he's fit, he's fit. But I'm always fit too, you know. I'm, I'm a fighter too. I'm world number one for a reason. I've worked here the hard way. So, you know, I'm going to have an answer for everything he brings to the table. But don't get me wrong, you know, Brock's a good fighter. I've got to respect the kid and I'm excited to share the ring with him and put on a cracker of a fight. Yeah, he's almost up there with Pacquiao in the divisions. Uh, he's been through from Benham all the way through. And at the uh-huh. at the press conference, he turned up like a bit of a monster. Do you think he's going to have any issue getting to 140? Look, who knows? Hopefully <laughs> they make weight. You know, there's been things in the past he hasn't made weight. So as long as he makes 140 pounds and we got a fight, I, don't, I couldn't give a rat's ass, to be honest. Now yeah. I just want to have a fight. You know, I put in this hard work. And yeah, I just, I, I just can't wait to showcase everything I've been working on and show that there's levels to this and I'm right at the top. Do you take anything away from his last fight, the, his essentially his US debut? He got rattled there for a little bit. He came home and won, but there might have been a few chinks in the armor, which I'm sure you've picked up on. Yeah, look, Brock gets wobbled a fair bit in, in previous fights. But hey, look, it is what it is. It's a fight. You, you, you're getting punched, you know. And um, look, it is what it is. It's... You know, everyone says you're only as good as your last fight. There's titter tales of, of sparring, but no one can win spars and stuff like that. So you're only as good as your last fight. But it shows one thing that he's got heart and he's going to be there 
to fight. Brock always shows heart in his fight, so it's going to make for a good fight. You know what I mean? He got he got he was out on his feet and to come back and win. So, but then again, I'm going to show that there's levels to this. You know what I mean? I'm not a uh, 13 and six recorded opponent. You know, I'm world number one. Work my hard way here. So, you know, when I hit him, he's going to stay hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And you did mention that, and that WBO ranking is uh, sitting up there, nice and pretty. It's something that is, like you said, a bit of a risk. You don't want to just roll the dice on an opponent who's testing the division for the first time when you've worked mm-hmm. so hard to get here, right? That's right. Is that feel exactly? It's a big risk. A lot of people are saying it's a big risk with no reward, but I love fighting. I haven't fought this year yet, so it's what I do. I, I love to fight. I, I'm not scared of no man, so I, I want to fight. I love it. And then this opportunity, being able to headline Matchroom's first show in Australia, why not? You know, it'd be silly not to take that opportunity. So, With that in mind and that risk, was there ever a, look, maybe there's another option. We're trying to look at these rankings. We're trying to hold pole position. Obviously, Tio's in it, that top spot, sniffing yeah. around there too now, and there's some big fights right on that doorstep. So you definitely... Yeah. Uh, you're definitely in it for this next one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I never, you know, I, I never look past anyone, but I'm always confident with every opponent I got. So, you know, I've got my journey, I've got my goals, and Brock's another notch in the belt now. So, you know what I mean? That's that's the, all that my focus is on. Like you said, these big names and stuff, but they're nothing if I don't get past Brock Jarvis. So, that's my mind strictly on October 15, getting the job done in dominating fashion, and then look, anything can happen in the future. You can be even like, say, let's say ranking. Six, seven, all the way through to not being ranked. It can be a bit of a, a, a wishy washy area, but as soon as you get yeah. in that top five, it's it's pretty full on, and then it does become a severe career. Is there is there a moment yeah. that sort of does change for you with that, where it starts to be like, hang on a sec, this is like I'm dead serious. Um, look, everything I do, I do full hearted. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my career's been like that from day dot. From when I was fighting in Mansfield Tavern, I've always had that same vision. You know, I give everything 110%. So I always take everything pretty serious. And, it, and my record shows that's why I'm currently undefeated and sitting where I am. You know what I mean? This is, this ain't a game. You can't play boxing. I've taken it serious right from the start. So, um, but look, the fights get harder. The opponents get harder. You get a lot more recognition, which is a good thing once you're at the top. Um, there's a lot of things that go unnoticed, but um, it's all going good and looking to continue this journey. Yeah, well, that division that you are in, obviously, the uh, super lightweight at 140, it's got some stars in it, like we said, and it's also got a, a guy in, that holds a belt in your division, and he has vacated the others, but he's holding on this one for a rematch yeah. for the guy that he stole them from. We are talking about yeah. Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall. Now, that I only saw the other day might not even happen in November. It could be Jen now for some venue issues, but... That's yep. that's obviously the belt that you're hunting first. Uh, yeah, well, I'm highly highest rated in that in the WBO. So, yeah. no, it is what it is. It's just, you know, boxing's a big mental challenge. It's just an, another mental challenge thrown in the way. You know, got to just stay there. And like you said before, I could just sit pretty at this in this ranking, you know, and wait for the title shot. But I love fighting, so I've got to keep fighting and ticking over, keeping the ring rust away. And, yeah, look, it is it is what it is. So, just got to keep going. Say Josh Taylor wins his next fight do you think he's going to stick at the weight or do you think he's going to vacate because that would mean if if you're looking at the rankings right now it'd probably be you and Tiafimo Lopez for the title yeah that's right 100% so who knows you know what I mean um, yeah. I thought he was lucky to get the decision last fight I think Catchwell got um got ripped off in that fight and I think a lot of other people thought the same but and Josh Taylor's a good champion. He's proved it many times. So I feel like he, he wants to run that back just to prove. I don't think he's going to let that happen again. And look, he's big for the division. He's a big guy. So we're just going to have to wait and see how easy he makes it this next fight. And I think it all, just, all comes down to that. It's just a fight at a time, you know. What do you make of Ryan Garcia in your division now? 
man, it's unbelievable. I'd love to get in a fight with them guys. You know, they're, they're the big money fights and big names. So you knock someone like that off and instant superstar. So Yeah, and look, yeah. you've seen Shakur Stevenson step up a weight recently. He's now in lightweight. He's someone that you've sparred recently. When you are sparring mm-hmm. these big names, do you sort of like, I would take notes, like if we face each other, okay, I know you do this. <laughs> do a bit of homework Always, while you're definitely. in there. Always, anyone can be a potential opponent, you know, so we've got to feel for each other now. We did a fair bit of work together, so that's a fight that I'd love to. It's if you ever come up to my division, it's, and I want the big names. I want to test myself. That's what it's all about, you know. I'm not scared to lose. I'll, I'll test myself against the best. I hate losing, but I ain't scared to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I mean, I'll fight anyone. But, yeah, I want the big names, you know. You get that recognition for the fights and all the hard work you put in. Yeah, is that something where you do spar? You should curse Stevenson. I've spoken about it many times. And obviously, Devin Haney, you've sparred him as well. Mm-hmm. Riley Romero, getting him ready for Tank. Yeah. Are they guys, have you been doing any of that this time around? Are you calling them saying, hang on, now it's my turn? Who have you, no, any names not, this not really. Just just because styles make fights, you know, none of them really have the same style as Brock. Everyone fights different. Um, but look, I, I did spar with Alberto Puello early in the camp. When I first got over there, he just won the WBA title. So, you know, and the guy that just fought um, the Olympic gold medalist, Robson Consecao, they just fought mm. Shakur Stevenson. So it was getting in good work and man, there's heaps of good work there. Vegas, you can't run out of good work. So I think that's the... Uh... I guess at the start of this podcast, when we mentioned to you why Vegas, I think that's yeah. it, right? They're they're all just rolling Def- through. Hundred percent, definitely. They're all there's always someone there, and then everyone can fight, so it's it's a perfect place to prep. Yeah. Do you notice your level rising dramatically after those sort of people? But you see someone like say, let's ask Sky Nicholson for argument's sake. She's gone to the UK because there's just not enough women here doing it. It's growing, but the talent seems mm-hmm. to be over there. So she's got options and that's probably what you're finding. Do you feel you get a bit better quicker or you're learning new things or I don't know, you're progressing when you are getting Definitely. You're in, there, you're in there with top-notch um, well-rated, other well-rated fighters. And it's not only physically, but mentally, you know, you're in there with guys that just want world titles and going and holding your own there. And it's, it's good for the mental aspect of things too. You know, you're in there mixing it with the best. Even last camp when I was sparring all them top liners there and um, going pretty well too. So it's like, it's good for the mental side of everything. You can, you know, you belong at that level. Man, it's iron sharpens iron. You know what I mean? You're going to go in there with the best. Of course, you're going to pick things up. It's an awesome opportunity to keep training there. And I, yeah, I'm going to continue to do so. I'm sure he's got more tricks in his bag, Brock Jarvis, but he is renowned for taking your ribs and beating the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> is is yeah. that something that's gone into this camp? Because he is renowned. That's his thing. Body shots, right? I'm yeah, sure body shots, can. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Look, um, look, he's going to hit there. He's just, we're boxing. We're hitting each other. You know what I mean? But I hope they, I hope they have worked on other things because – you know, it's, it's got one style, you know what I mean? And um, it's just, like I said, you know, I, I respect everyone, but there's going to be a time where, you know, like only certain amount of things can help you and you got to have more answers. And from what we've seen, there's only one way he fights. So when that doesn't go his way, it's going to be good to see what happens then. And um, look, if he wants to try boxing, I'd love to take him to school on a boxing lesson. So It's an interesting one for you because you uh, really got the lights all there ready to go and, and we get past Brock Jarvis and then what? What's your, what are you sort of looking for for 2023? I know the, the, the opponent that you're about to take on is first step, but obviously there's yeah, some sort of right. mud map that you got planned. Um, so look, like I said, I just look not looking past anyone but Brock Jarvis. He's in my way. He's the one trying to stop everything at the moment, but now, God willing, I get through that. Um, look, I want the big fights. You know, this year has been a pretty slow year, but I think after I get the job done here on October, next year is going to be a pretty busy year. You know, we're sitting high in them rankings, and, and I'd love to be world champion in 2023. Yeah, and this one obviously is for a belt as well with the uh, WBO Super Lightweight Global. There's some uh, bling in this one as well for you. 
Mm-hmm. What ones are you holding at the moment? So the WBO yeah. Global's mine, and yeah. then I did have the IBF International, but I think just the WBO Global at this time. So yeah. so it's my belt defending it, and um, it's going to continue to be my belt after this too. <laughs> Always thought to be a boxer and win a title is pretty damn awesome. Just to get that belt, surely you sort of like get home, just put it on, look in the mirror. Oh, yeah, it sits in the cabinet, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's... Get it looks good here, so it's, it can't go anywhere else. It's made, The house is set up around it, so I'm not changing my furniture, <laughs> so it's coming home with me. <laughs> I've had friends that have won Arias, and you go to their house, the music awards, and everyone wants a photo yeah. with it. Is it the same thing for friends uh-huh. when you've got a belt? Definitely. Everyone that comes <laughs> over wants a photo with it. I've got a few here, so it's um, it's it's good, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and that's that's another motivational thing, too. You know, like, like I want to keep them there. I love them. You know what I mean? They're my pride and joy. That's what I love, so. No one's coming to take them from me, you know, so it's it's good. Well, it's going to be great, and we're looking forward to it when uh, you take that on in uh, only a couple of weeks. Brizzy, that seems to be all the big fights there at the moment. I think the last four or five, there's a lot happening, so there's some good That's fighters good. there. Definitely. So, like Australian boxing at the moment is is well on the rise. You know, we've got so much skill. We've got a big wave of fighters, you know, in the international stage, and um, it's huge. It's it's exactly where it needs to be, and Eddie Home coming to Australia is just that next step, you know, for us and the up-and-coming generation. So it's exciting times, and, yeah, man, it's I can't wait to keep adding to it. Yeah, you've also fought on a, uh, which many haven't yet because he's only a couple of fights in, but you have officially been on a Jake Paul undercard. Can you run me through a fight week on uh, a Jake Paul undercard, the circus that is? Um, yeah, flat out, <laughs> flat out. Like there was media after media with that there. Um, it was awesome to see, you know, it was a big eye-opener from fighting from 2,500 people to 25,000 people. And just the, um, yeah, the exposure he has, Man, it's crazy, you know, and, and I take my hat off to him. He's doing good things, bringing new eyes to the sport. If the sport keeps growing, you know, you, you can't do anything but praise him. So, but man, that, that fight was something else. And I look forward to big, more big fights like that, definitely. Yeah, and you just see the, the ability he has to, no, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, manipulate the media. He sort of does puppeteer yeah. everything, doesn't he, really? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he definitely knows how to sell a fight. And look, there's, there's another one coming up, obviously, with him in a few weeks. And then we are yeah. obviously have George Cambosis, Devin Haney, not too far away as well. You were at the last one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, yeah. Are you going to fly the next day down to this one or are you just going to um, with your look, belts in the hotel? Yeah, look, we'll see how we go. You know, i just got to handle my business first and I wish George all the best. Always back every other Aussie, you know, so he's got a hard task in front of him. So now wishing him all the best. But look, I'm just going to handle my business and I'll probably just sit back on the couch with some food, watching it from home. <laughs> Finally, those hamburgers, everything else have been drinking. Yeah, pizza. everything, everything. <laughs> a couple of beers. <laughs> You enjoy your weight <laughs> cut, buddy. I'm, I'm all done. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Do you think it's an interesting one for a fighter? Because you haven't been in this position yet. Oh, well, a little bit. But he's got nothing to lose but has to win. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like he's he's lost yeah. those belts and Devin's got to defend now. And he's it's all or nothing for this one. Because let's face it, if yeah. he misses this opportunity, his next shot at a world title could be a while off if they remain yeah. disputed. It's definitely, it's, it's do or die. And I haven't been in the position of George having all the belts and then losing them. I bet it. It hurts and it, yeah, it hurts deep. So, but he's got that hunger to want to want to get him back. And yeah, look, I just I just wish him all the best, and I hope he can get the job done. You've been close with him over the years, haven't you? Yeah, we we are good mates. Yeah, so we keep in contact pretty regularly. Yeah. So, what do you make of him being quiet this fight? Because he's he, he's completely off the radar. Yeah. Well, as you know, his mind's on the job. Yeah. You know, there's a few things he said last time he would change, and he's done so. So, it's um, you know, his mind's on the job, and he wants to take back what's his. He's had the taste of that victory, and. Getting that taken from you would suck. So he wants it back. I don't blame him. And, um, yeah, he's just got that dog about him. He's ready to go 
go get it done. We look forward in 2023. If you start to just stack the collection of world title belts, we'll get the WBO, then we'll just move right to left and uh, you'll have them all. There we go. And then, and then another That's the plan. That's the plan. Unify. That's it. And then he might try and fight you to win some belts back. That could be a big fight in the future, you know, me and Georgia. But, like, you know, we've both got to get through our fights. And, yeah, it could be definitely a big potential domestic fight down the track. Who do you want? Is there anyone out there that you've really always sort of been wanting to pick away? And that could be Ryan Garcia at 1-4. It could be. Yeah, look, it's... They're big names. They're huge names. So, you know, of course you want the big names. That's, yeah. that's who you want to fight. So a- anyone like that would be unbelievable. Like, there's heaps of big names around my division. So whoever really, I'm not too fast. Just give me a big name and then I'll start with one and start with all of them. Could you make lightweight? I could make lightweight. I make 140 pretty comfy. I eat well. You know, I'm eating like a king still two weeks out. So if the right fight was there, I yeah, you'd probably see me at 135. Well, look, the next one's at 140. It's the first time for Brock right. Jarvis. And then you're just going to... Uh... Roll out of there like a bad seed with all your with your belt. Hold it high. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> Are you, we rocking the headband? What's going on for the next fight? We probably will rock the headband. Yeah, we went back. We went away from that last fight, and we've got to go back to the headbands. You know, it's me. <laughs> well, soon you won't be a prodigy. You'll be. You'll be. What, what happens after? Yeah, we're going to have to change. The, we're going to change the name soon. You know, yeah, exactly, champ. <laughs> there you go. That's we good. love it. Liam Paro, thanks for hanging out on the Punch Podcast. All the best. October fifteen. Rizzy, go and get it when you roll into town for the first ever matchroom show. And, uh, mate, exactly. go, go get it. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. And, yeah, I can't wait to do everyone proud. Hopefully the next time we chat, uh, we're talking about uh, your world titles. Exactly. On the road to 24-0, next one. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, bro. Thanks a lot. No, thanks, brother. appreciate it. Take care. Well, there you go. Great guy. Liam Pyro Boxing on Instagram. Jump on, give him a follow, follow his journey because he is an amazing fighter. And, and if you want to watch this chat, I've chucked it up on the Punch Podcast YouTube channel. There'll be a link in the uh, bio description of this for you to click through and see it if you don't know how to search for that one. But uh, look, maybe with footy finished, you can jump on and, and watch some boxing on... Uh on YouTube. Uh, that'd be great. Hey, uh, I did mention at the start of the podcast, Shannon O'Connell, Ebony Bridges confirmed. I have the dates for you. December 10 at First Direct Arena in Leeds in the UK. We know the Matchroom Boxing won the purse bids. So that means for Ebony, she will be defending in Leeds. Two Australians over there, but Ebony's been doing a thing over in Leeds and her profile over there is quite large. So something they want to do to try and, I guess, help her out on that side of things. And uh, look, grow her profile there even more on a world title fight. But Shannon O'Connell will probably have other plans for that. So you can catch that one on DAZN as well. So uh, look, we've got a big few months of boxing. And then look, Jan, Tim Zhu, world title. George Cambosis in a couple of weeks. There's plenty happening. And uh, look, I'll keep you up to date with the lot right here on the Punch Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got this far, do me a huge favor. Jump on, leave a comment. Uh, like it, do whatever you can on the Apple Podcasts uh, platform and uh, even Spotify as well. It goes a long way uh, helping this podcast as well. So uh, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. And that is episode 30, done, dusted in the bag of the Punch Podcast. <laughs>